Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and yes, you know the drill by now. So once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. I know it's just one game. Just one game. The second game of the season. But yesterday's Giants win out in Arizona may have very well saved their entire season. As for the Jets down in Dallas yesterday, I don't know what the heck their coaching staff was thinking, but their game plan flat out stunk. So like I said, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Well, I, I you want to talk about, you, you've heard this before, a tale of two halves or different quarters or what. What I was watching yesterday in the first half against the Arizona Cardinals absolutely dumbfounded me. Dumbfounded me. I, I, I mean, the Giants, as far as I was concerned, was supposed to win the game. I know it was on the road, but they were playing with, with a quarterback uh, Joshua Dobbs, who, who was on the team, what, what was it, a month or so? I, I mean, for the Giants to have fallen behind 20 to nothing in the first half, you want to talk about a head-scratcher. No, that wasn't a head-scratcher. If you're a Giants fan, that was like bang your head against the wall. And it wasn't getting any better. It really wasn't getting any better. I, I I was dumbfounded, but you know what they say, you, you you know in coach speak all the time, you gotta play the entire game from beginning to end. If if the game was football, you gotta play sixty minutes from beginning to end. You can't let up. And it seemed to me that the Giants, I won't even won't, I won't even use the term to say that the Giants let up in the first half, I don't think they had woken up. I think they were sleeping. Well, just about everybody was. I did not understand it. They made this Joshua Dobbs look like all world. All world out there. I mean, the Giants' offensive line has been much maligned, okay? Much, much maligned. And I, you know, we all understand that. We know what we've all been watching. But for crying out loud, the Giants' defense was being shredded, absolutely shredded, shredded by this Joshua Dobbs. Who who was just he was picking him apart like he was Tom Brady for crying out loud or Joe Montana. Or all wrapped up in one. But as I said, you gotta play two halves. And the Giants, to their credit, to their credit, led by their quarterback, 
who is clearly the leader of this team. Make no mistake about it, Daniel Jones is the man. And he showed it yesterday. He, he certainly did show it yesterday. You, you know, Ernie Accorsi, the former Giants GM, before it was Jerry Reese, uh, you know, and uh, he helped orchestrate you know, the deal acquiring Eli Manning. And the way he said you judge a quarterback by what he, can he do late in the game? Can he take you down the field when it's stacked up against you and you need it? Eli Manning, we know, used to do that. And Daniel Jones knows how to do that. And he certainly did it yesterday. You're talking about a team that was down 20 to nothing in the first half, 28-7, in the second half, they come back from a 21 deficit, tying the franchise record for coming back from the largest deficit uh, to win the game. And when I say save the season, I do mean save the season because they get a short rest. You know, you Giant fans certainly know what I'm talking about. They got to go into San Francisco Thursday. So you got tomorrow. No, I don't. What am I talking about? You got today, tomorrow, and uh, um, Wednesday to rest up, and then you got to play one of the very best teams in the league, the San Francisco Forty ers Tall order, and that that order got even taller with Saquon Barkley injuring his ankle yesterday. We don't know how bad it is. As I speak to you, he could be getting his MRI right now. But if I'm a betting guy, like fortunately, nothing's ripped. Well, I don't think it was. But if I'm a betting guy, I'm saying a high ankle sprain. If I'm talking about a high ankle sprain, I'm saying he's out at least a month. But all we can do is wait and see on that. But having said that, Daniel Jones led this team back, let them down. I mean, I mean, and what we got to see in the second half, because I'm watching his first half, and, I, and I'm first off, I'm saying to myself, what is this Giants defense? As I mentioned to you just before, what, where is the Giants defense? Like, to me, it was non-existent. They were allowing everybody on that, Connell's team, I I thought I was playing an all-pro squad. I it, it, The Connell's looked they, like they were playing against boys. That's how bad the Giants' defense looked in the first half. In, in fact, if you go, how, how about this for a statistic? The Giants' defense didn't have their first three and out, didn't force a three and out f- to the Cardinals until the until eight minutes were left in the in the game. Then they put together a couple of them, but think about that. They they were absolutely being manhandled, and and they made 
their running back, James Conner, who's a hard runner. Don't get me wrong. I, I thought I didn't know who he was. Was he Jim Brown? It, 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 it was unbelievable. And speaking of Jim Brown, Joshua Dobbs scrambled 23 yards for a touchdown. He was met a couple of, couple of yards, maybe two, three yards before going to the end zone by Xavier McKinney. And he ran through McKinney as if he was Jim Brown. I mean, some of the Giants tackling, guys were wide open. It was terrible. It was really, really bad. But again, as I said, 60 minutes is 60 minutes. That's what you have to play. And that's what the Giants did. Then they just kept coming and coming. And what we got to see from the Giants, what what we got to see was an arsenal that we felt, and you've heard me say this to you before, you know, during the summer and training camp, and that it was going to be, not possibly, to me, it was going to be the best artillery for an air attack that Daniel Jones has has had since he's been here. And, And you got to see it. You got to see it from a lot of guys. You got to see it from... The rookie Jalen Hyatt, when they were down, and he comes out, Daniel in the second half, throws a 58-yard bomb to the kid. The rookie, who can run like the wind. We've spoken about that. Darren Waller was terrific. He caught six passes for 76 yards. Darius Slayton, three for 62. Isaiah Hodgins, four for 40 with a touchdown. Saquon. Caught one for a touchdown. But we got to see that attack, which, quite frankly, in the first half, we didn't see anything. But that's... Now, don't get me wrong. This Arizona Cardinals team, you know, they're not the Kansas City Chiefs. This Cardinals team is not Lombardi's Packers back in the day. These are the Arizona Cardinals who, you know are not a very good team, but the Cardinals were playing at home and I don't care who you are or how good you might think you are. When you fall in a hole 20 to nothing, you're in deep doo-doo. I don't need to draw a picture for you. You really are. But this, you know, Daniel was ripping some shots. I mean, just firing bullets through tight windows and guys were making plays. And on a tying touchdown for crying out loud, it looked like Daniel was going to have his second rushing TD. It got called back for a penalty. Daniel regrouped. Throws a strike to Hodgins. I, I mean, it really was a tremendous comeback. Listen, I, I don't care if you're playing a Little Sisters of the Poor. If you're coming back from a 21-point uh, deficit, you got to be doing something really tremendous. And that's what the Giants did. And b- believe me, when I say save this season, 
they're facing a very, very tough opponent in the 49ers coming up on Thursday night. Very tough opponent. They're staying in Arizona this week before heading to Frisco. And let me say this. Had they lost today's game or yesterday's game, had they lost it, it would have been a long stay in Arizona. And I don't care... Even when they came back to tie it at 28-28 and had they even lost it at 31-28 instead of winning it at 31-28, it would have been a major downer because that was a game everybody said they had to have, and they got it. They certainly got it the hard way. You don't make things easy for yourself by falling into a hole like that, but they did it. And they dug themselves out of the hole. And again, you know, we've heard this time and time again about Saquon. And I love Saquon Barkley. Love Saquon Barkley. Um, Terrific talent. Explosive, dynamic. Good guy as well. But, hey, when you want to talk about the man on a team, the man on any football team, needs to be the quarterback, needs to be the quarterback. He's your, in particular, your offensive leader. He's the guy. And Daniel Jones has emerged as the guy. He displayed it last season. And it was on, he was on full display yesterday in Arizona. But had they lost that game, they would have gone to Frisco 0-2, licking their wounds, battered and bruised, physically and mentally. Their psyche would have been fragile. Instead, they wake up tomorrow in a good frame of mind, feeling good about themselves. Let's go to work with a belief. You know, you know if you don't believe, you're done. I, I don't care what you are. I don't care if you're a lawyer, a doctor, a janitor. If you don't believe in what you do, then you can't be good at what you do. It's as simple as that. And if if anything came out of yesterday's performance from the New York football giants, it's a belief that they can get the job done. Now, are they always going to get the job done? No. Trust me, they're one and one. They're not going to finish the season 16-1. and one. I can guarantee you that. For crying out loud, I don't even know what's going to happen to them, and I know they're up against it big time this Thursday. But they came up with a special performance in Arizona yesterday. Now, as far as their uh, neighbors who they share the building with at MetLife Stadium, the Jets. I don't know what the hell the Jets coaching staff was thinking about yesterday. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go at, over and over again about, we know about Aaron Rodgers. We know with the ruptured Achilles, you, you know, and Aaron could say, now the stuff's coming out. Well, he could be back. He's not coming back this season, Okay. But that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about 
the Jets had a game plan yesterday that I don't know what they were thinking about. They did absolutely nothing, zero, to help Zach Wilson. You know, this whole business, you heard me say it last week, this whole business with Zach Wilson and the Jets turns my stomach because all this past week we had a read in here about, oh, um, uh, you know, we believe in him. Well, the, the, his teammates believe in him. Coaching staff believes in him. You know, that's such a bunch of hypocritical bullshit. That's exactly what it is. You know, all the, the, these teammates that believe in him were the same teammates who were wearing Mike F and White t-shirts last year. And for a teammate to do that was disgraceful. And for a coaching staff and for a general manager to allow that to happen was disgraceful. They urinated on the guy. They defecated on the guy. But now he's the guy. So now we're going to be, we're going to say all the right things. But I'll tell you what, you can say all the right things. They didn't do the right things by Zach Wilson yesterday. Yeah, you, you know, you're going to look at Zach Wilson's numbers, and I guarantee you, what you you'll be hearing about it today and on talk shows and and what and Twitter. You, you know, Zach Wilson. Uh, you, you know, he wasn't good. He was completed just 12 of 27 passes. He had one touchdown, but three picks. Let me tell you something. They did nothing. This coaching staff had a game plan that stunk the joint out, as I said at the top. Stunk the joint out. We kept hearing leading everything leading up to the game. We got to hear about this running attack, this this running attack now with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. I mean, you know, the, we, we got to ground and pound and do this and do that. Well, let me read some statistics for you. You know who the leading rusher yesterday for the Jets was? It was Zach Wilson, five carries for 36 yards. Brees Hall, four carries for nine yards. Michael Carter, two for eight yards. Dalvin Cook, four for seven yards. So from those three guys, 10 carries, 24 yards. What the hell kind of game plan was that? I mean, really? I'm not saying, you, you, you know, if, if Zach Wilson is the quarterback, you have to believe in Zach Wilson. But here, here is Zach Wilson who you didn't believe in at all last season. Now, now what, are you, what were you thinking about? Really, what were you thinking about? I mean, Robert Sala, what were you thinking about? Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator, what the hell were you thinking about? That game plan was atrocious. Absolutely brutal. And the time of possession. Folks, how, how's this for, for uh, dysfunction? The Jets had the ball 17 minutes and 45 seconds. The Cowboys had the ball 42 minutes and 15 seconds. Are you kidding me? On third down. You know what the the, uh, Jets were? If you don't know already, one for 10. You know what Dallas was on third down? Nine for 18. Now, remember something, folks. I'm talking about a Jets defense that couldn't get 
off the field on third downs. That's why you had so much, that, that such a discrepancy in time of possession. This was the Jets' defense that everybody's been talking about like they're the next great thing. As if they were, as I, you, you heard me say it time and again, because I think it's a joke, the Bears, the 85 Bears of the Midway. You know, even last week, when everybody was feeling good, when they came up with that win in the game that, that Aaron Rodgers was hurt. If you remember, if you remember this vaunted defense that was supposed to be terrific, you know, and everybody said last week, well, they only limited, they limited the, 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 um, the Buffalo Bills to just three points. Well, let me say this. You know what limited the Bills to three points in the second half last week? The atrocious play of their quarterback, Josh Allen, who, by the way, bounced back himself yesterday. That's why. You know, you hear, you always hear this when a number like that is, they're always giving credit to the defense. No, maybe it was the other team's offense that stunk. It's like in basketball. A lot of times you hear, well, boy, they, they really had a clamp down defense. You know, they didn't allow them any uh, three-pointers. No, maybe it was a simple fact that the opposing team just couldn't put the ball in the ocean that day. So you, what are you going to just automatically give the team credit? And and again, the Giants, def, the Jets' defense is very, very good. I'm not taking anything away from them, but let's not not make them like wow. And they were certainly not wow yesterday when the other team can hold the ball for 42 minutes and 15 seconds. Something ain't working right on your defense. I, I, I was dumbfounded. After watching the Giants game and going through everything, you know, and I had taped the Jets game, and then I went over it, you know, late last night, and I'm watching, and I'm watching, I'm saying, what were they thinking about? Really, it, it made no sense. It it made absolutely no sense. They lose thirty to ten. The one touchdown was like what was it, like fifty something, sixty something yards to um, Garrett Wilson, uh, who was was a catch and run. I mean, really. So here's a guy. Uh, Again, they screwed him last year, and they screwed him yesterday. They did nothing to help Zach Wilson yesterday. And I mean, just because he's the quarterback, and that's what happens, everybody's going to jump to talk about it. The struggles of Zach Wilson. The struggle. I was reading last night, Zach Wilson struggles, Zach Wilson struggles. He didn't struggle as much as the defense struggled. He didn't struggle as much as that game plan struggled because that game plan was absolutely how the the Jets coaching staff is not taken to task big time for this by the media. I will not understand. It was the most ridiculous game plan I have ever seen in my life. Ridiculous. Just flat out stupid. 
And it better change. It better change. They got the Patriots coming up and then the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you don't think that the opposing teams are going to be looking at that and see that kind of game plan, then some, then you're nuts. That's all I'm going to say. But don't, don't just tell me, you know, I, I don't want to be hearing this week about, oh, here we go. Zach Wilson this and Zach Wilson that and Zach Wilson struggles and he's not Aaron Rodgers. No, we know he's not Aaron Rodgers and he's not supposed to be Aaron Rodgers and he's not supposed to try to be Aaron Rodgers. But we keep keep hearing now, oh, we got to help him, we got to help him. Well, what the hell kind of help was that? And, and, and let me say this about Aaron Rodgers before I sign off here. Great quarterback. I feel terrible for him. If you're going into the Hall of Fame right away. Aaron, you're hurt. Everybody's heart breaks for you. Really. You, you don't have to be uh, a, a, a Rodgers lover. You could be a hater. You, nobody wants to see that happen to anybody. But Aaron, enough. Stop telling us, to, uh, I will rise and this will happen and don't count me out. And now it, it's put out there that he could possibly come back. I'll never say never because you know what? I'm not the doctor. You've heard me say this. If I haven't examined a guy, I don't know. So who's saying he might come back? And then I got to read that Aaron's talking about different things that could possibly help hearing. Like this is Aaron talking, not me. Like listening to dolphins have sex can help the healing process. Well, maybe, maybe Aaron needs to go into a dark retreat for a while. Or if not a dark retreat, just a be quiet retreat. And stop coming out with ridiculous remarks. We wish you well. We hope you get back as as soon as it's feasibly possible. But let's just let's not be ridiculous, okay? Right now it's no longer about you, Aaron Rodgers. Right now it's about Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. And yesterday the New York Jets didn't do a damn thing to help Zach Wilson. Okay? And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Please let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do that on Twitter at Russ Salzburg. As always, on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzburg.com. Got to thank, as I always do, my home here at Believe.com because I tell you all the time, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals, but above all, got to thank you to people out there because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. And again, please allow me to remind you as I do each and every week, if you haven't done so already, please do so and tell your friends and family to do the same. Download the Yes app so you can watch me on my video podcast of Get a Load of This where a new one comes out every Tuesday. But for now, right here, on Believe. It is a wrap, as I said. So until next week, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Talk to you next time.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.